You're listening to Joe Radio Live. Positive and motivational content just for you. Do enjoy and share. It's time for your hit your scripture. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. My soul praise the Lord. This is your servant, JJ, Reverend Jennifer McGregor. And I'm here with another exciting word today from the word of God. I just want to encourage you all. Praise God, wherever part of the world you're at, whatever region you're situated in, there is nowhere too far for the love of God to reach you. There is no distance that the word cannot go to prosper. Hallelujah. And so this afternoon, I just want to bring a quick word of encouragement to us from Genesis 22. And so I will be reading Genesis 22, verses 1 and 2 and 12 and 13. Praise God. And the word of God reads, And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. Praise God. Verses 12 and 13. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thine son, thine only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a ticket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we bless your name. We give you thanks for yet another day. We thank you, Lord, for your word and the revelation of your word. Father, our soul magnify the Lord and our spirit and our being. Bless his holy name. We give you thanks, God, because we know without you we are nothing. Lord, we strip ourselves of everything that is unlike you as we ask for your forgiveness even now. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray with a heart of thanksgiving. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. So I'm here to remind us today that God has a ram in the ticket for you. I'm going to just say that again because somebody needs to hear this. 
God has a ram in the ticket for you. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what your situation is. I'm just here as a servant of God to announce that God has something laid up for you. Whatever it is that you're believing God for, it is already there. The provision has already been made for it, but you've got to trust God. So it's going to take some faith. It means that you've got to believe in what you can't see. You've got to believe in the things that you ain't seen right now. And in order to do that, you have to have faith in God. You have to have faith in his word that whatever God says is going to come to pass because his word cannot return void. It must accomplish. When we look at the account in Genesis 22, the word of God says that God tempted Abraham. He needed to know Abraham's heart. God already made provision because you see the moment that God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son, based on Abraham's response, a provision was already made for him. God didn't need the blood of a human, but he needed to know the heart of his servant. Can God tempt you? Can God trust you? Can God puts some pressure on you today without you falling dead, without you giving up, without you cursing God, without you turning your back on him. Are you prepared for greatness? Are you prepared for the, the elevation and the promotion? Because you are going to be tested. But know that something has already been put instead for you. Whatever is asked of you, the provision is already being made for you in the place of what that which is asked. Sometimes you just got to exercise a little patience. Sometimes it's a little long suffering. Sometimes it's endurance. But when God asks something of us, know that the provision has, has been made for us there is a ram in the thicket come on somebody there's a ram laid up in the bush the provision is there for you you might find yourself waiting for a very long time it's because you are not standing on the promises of god it's because you're not trusting the undiluted word from an uncompromising god and you're looking all over the place and you're looking to everyone around you except to the hill from whence cometh your help come on you need to look to god you need to rest assured you need to be able to give him your all because you see something that abraham loved was required of him he had to give it up he was asked to give up something that he valued and he did not hold out on god he did not withheld his only son but by the request made by god he gave up he Offered. He was ready to do that which was asked of him. A lot of time we have stuff that we're holding on because we value those stuff more than our salvation. We value them more than God. So we have made them into idols. This afternoon, if only we could relieve and release, offer up to God that which belongs to God, the praise, the glory, 
the hallelujah and see what God will release unto you. The provision is there for you. Your ram is already laid up in the tickets, but you will not be able to see it until you are able to trust God. You are able to surrender all to him withholding nothing. You are able to decrease so that he can increase in your life and all that you do. This afternoon, we serve a God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think of him. If you think it, he goes above it. You ask him, he goes above it. You imagine it, he's above it. Come on, somebody, you need to understand that the God that you serve is beyond. Oh, glory be to God. He exceeds and supersedes man expectation. He's the God of provision. Praise God. You know, Abraham called him is Jehovah Jireh because he's the God that provides. And he still provides because he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He changed not. There is nothing that is impossible with God. There is nothing that is too hard for God to do. Let's look at Job when Job's lost everything. You know, Job was encouraged by even his wife to curse God and die because there was nothing more to live for. You were a man of wealth, a man of substance. And here you are, you have lost every earthly possession. You have lost your livestock. You have lost houses. You have lost your children. Hallelujah. Even your body has become inflicted. What more are you living for? But Job knew his creator because the Bible makes us to understand that Job was a righteous man. Job knew God in a special way. He understood that everything that he had was God and not his. And so Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Hallelujah. Job understood that God has the right to give and God has the right to take. And if it's the will of God, he will be recompensated. Oh, glory be to God. We have to get to that place. Even when we lost everything, everything that is earthly and everyone around us. Once we know who we are and whose we are, we can stand and declare, though he slay me, I'm going to trust him. If I have nothing, I am going to trust God because if God is all I have, then I have everything that I need. Hallelujah. So be reminded today that there is a ram in the ticket for you. God has provision for you. It's already been made for you. You just have to trust him. Trust his word. Trust the promises. Trust the covenant. And continue to be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. This is your servant, JJ, Reverend Jennifer McGregor. And I bless you with the love of God. And I encourage you to continue. I encourage you to hold on. I encourage you to walk by faith and not by sight. Because surely you shall testify in Jesus' mighty name. Be blessed as always. Shalom, Maranatha. See you there.
God is awesome. Listen to this testimony. The surgeon came out and laid the news on us that it was a cancer wrapped around my kidney and it was inoperable and it was very large. As worship leaders in Phoenix, Arizona, Rebecca and Brad Bischel know to trust God in all things. But when Rebecca was diagnosed with an inoperable tumor, their faith was put to the test. Inoperable is not a word you want to hear. Um, I think it kind of immediately means chemo, radiation, if there's anything at all as an option, or is there an option? I didn't know if we were going to be planning goodbyes or if I was going to start a heavy treatment. That first drive home, that was where I probably dealt with that the strongest. 
Like, what is what does this mean? What does this look like? Is this a like how long do we have? In the middle of all the unknowns, they pressed into their faith and prayer to sustain them. I put my hand on my belly every day, and I would say, God caused the tumor to shrivel up and fall out of my body. I wanted to build my faith, but at the same time, I also wanted to rest and trust in his goodness and sovereignty, even if I didn't see that happen. And that was difficult. That was very difficult because I had to come to a place where I could truly say in my heart that I trusted God with no matter what happened. And even if that meant ultimately, I'd leave my kids and my husband uh, from earth. <laughs> Rebecca was diagnosed with a rare cancer called liposarcoma. Her prognosis was not good. The 10 pound tumor would eventually cause organ failure and lead to death. They decided to get a second opinion. The original report said it was inoperable, but the doctor came in the next morning and said it was operable. We had some contact with another doctor who recommended that we go to MD Anderson in Houston. And they also verified that it was operable, but that they were the only ones that needed to be doing the surgery. God's plans are always better than ours. So if that meant we were supposed to be in Phoenix, then he would very clearly shut the doors to Houston. I remember a moment of just being mindful of that. Like, okay, we want to do this. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, we want to go where God wants us to be because that's the purpose and the plan. The couple just released an album and planned to be on tour. Despite the unknown future for Rebecca, they decided to praise God through their concerts. We would be in a concert with the congregation of people, watching people worship with us and knowing that they had stories way worse than mine. But yet there they stood and they were choosing to lift their hands and lift their voices and sing about the goodness and love of God. And that was so encouraging to me, like they were leading me in worship. In the middle of this chaos, we got to be with some of our amazing church families across the country singing and worshiping. Now these songs were just massively impacting our hearts. And we're looking at these lyrics in a whole new way and declaring these truths that we needed more than anything else. As they prepare to have surgery in Houston, their insurance denied their claim to go to MD Anderson. I was really scared. I was really afraid because I just felt like my insurance company isn't, they don't care. They don't care if I live or die. <laughs> what are we gonna do now? Brad and Rebecca kept praying. Then out of nowhere, the insurance company changed their decision and decided to cover the surgery and even pay for their travel. Another sign of God just coming in and changing, changing the story. And that caused us to, you know, we have the report of man, but then God comes in and he gives his report. And the word says we're supposed to believe the report of the Lord and trust in that. And he's gonna trump anything <laughs> that has to be said because he's able. The day finally came for Rebecca's surgery. They were told it would take six hours, but just two and a half hours later, the surgeon came out to meet with Brad and Rebecca's parents. And I see the surgeon, which in immediate, there's like this immediate, like, why is the surgeon out? <laughs> the surgeon isn't supposed to be here right now. And she says, well, we're all done. 
Uh, we got her on the table, we opened her up, and the tumor practically fell out of her body. When they came in and said, well, the tumor practically fell out of my body, I was just like, oh, that was a miracle from, from my heart. <laughs> just that I needed to know. Because he used the words, he put them through the, the surgeon's mouth to say exactly the prayer that I had prayed, that the tumor fell out of my body. Rebecca's follow-up scans show that she is still cancer-free, and the Bishels rejoice. I knew that God was saying to me, he heard my prayer, and that even the moments that I felt like I didn't know where he was, and I didn't know if he was gonna heal me, and I didn't know if he was gonna answer my prayer, and that, that he was with me, so closely with me that he knew, and he was listening to my words, and he was answering me through the surgeon's words. We've seen God do amazing things year after year after year. Not all of them massive and big, some of them very small and almost insignificant unless you're looking for what God has done. But we can look back and see those things. And that's what I would encourage anybody to do. Look back and see what God has done. Look how he's worked in spite of a circumstance. And look how he's done it in a way that is clearly his plan and not ours. And then be able to trust that the situation you're walking through now, he can handle. Amen and amen. And I don't know what situation you're walking through right now, but God's promises are yes and amen. And if it's healing, his promise for you is yes and amen. And we have some prayer requests from our 700 Club Interactive YouTube channel that we're gonna pray over. Um, Jamie writes, please pray for my husband, Antonio's salvation. I haven't seen or heard from him since the month of February this year, and we just got married in December of 2019. I'm seeking a miracle. Also pray for my mom and sister's salvation. And Wendy says, I need prayers for depression and anxiety. I will soon be living alone and it scares me. And this is from Olivia. She says, I have attacks, a lot of spiritual warfare. Maybe witchcraft is against me. Please pray for me. And we have one more. This is from Natalie. And she says, please pray for consistency in my prayer life and my walk with Jesus. I want to be on fire for him. So we are going to agree in prayer for you guys over those. Yes, we are going to pray. And before we pray, just a word of encouragement. God always shows up on time. And so for here, for Rebecca, and she's got this tumor, a lot of questions could have gone through her mind and maybe did go through her mind. Why? Why me? Why now? All of these things. But she didn't let it overcome her faith and realize that faith is what leads to the breakthrough. And then for God to answer uh, from the mouth of the surgeon to say, this is exact, I'm gonna repeat back to you exactly what you prayed to God. Realize your prayers are answered. They are heard. And if you're praying in accordance with God's will, they are answered. And get the picture that is so clear from the book of Revelation. The prayers of the saints come up to the throne room and are revealed as incense, which means God loves to hear them. He loves the presence of your prayers. Don't be uh, afraid to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray. Let your request be made known. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Let your prayers be known and pray with specificity. For Rebecca, she had to get very specific because her problem was very specific. So do that and realize God is able. We're going to pray now. All we have to do is believe. We're praying in accordance with his will. He wants to provide. He wants to heal. 
He wants to save. He wants to restore. He wants to do all of these things. You know you're praying in accordance with his will. So let's do that now, and he will answer. Lord God Almighty, we come to you, and we just declare that you are almighty. You are the Alpha. You are the Omega. You're the beginning. You're the end. And in between, you provide. So, Lord God, in these in-between years, we ask boldly, we come to your throne of grace, and we ask because you have told us to ask this. You have told us to pray that your kingdom would, would come, that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, there is no one lonely. There is no one afraid. There is no one hungry. There is no one sick. There is no one mourning. So, Lord, we see your will. And now we, we ask that your will would be done in the lives of everyone watching right now. Everyone who has submitted a prayer request on the Internet channels. Everyone who is crying out to you right now. You are the answer to every human need. And it is your will and your desire and your love that causes you to answer. So we depend on you. We look to you and we ask now for these prayer requests. We ask now to stretch forth your hand to heal disease and deliver people from all fear, all anxiety, all lack now in the name of Jesus. Ashley, God's given you something. I think someone's watching with auditory problems. I think it's in your right ear. Um, you have a hearing aid. There's a blockage. Yeah, God's just healing that for you right now. Just begin to like move your jaw and begin to hear. There's going to be some popping. Just receive that today in Jesus' name. There's someone named Sharon. You've got anxiety, headaches, and, and they've just been plaguing you since COVID-19. You, you're living with stress and anxiety, and you have these, this, this terrible headache. God is just lifting that off of you right now. In the name of Jesus, let the peace of God come to you. Guard your heart and your mind and deliver you from all fear, all anxiety. Let peace be known. Let, let, let your very countenance just shine forth peace to all around you. Yes. And I think someone's watching um, with uh, a cough, a really bad cough that you're not able to get rid of. You aren't able to breathe well. I think it's from allergies. We just, just declare healing over that in Jesus' name. Take deep breaths. God is clearing out your lungs in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Lord, we just pray for everyone right now afflicted with COVID-19, anyone with respiratory problems, anyone with cough, anyone with symptoms, in the name of Jesus, be healed. We lift up all emergency workers, all healthcare workers to you right now. We ask for a hedge of protection around them around their families. Let the contagion not come near them, Lord God. Be with them and just, just let your love th flow through them. Mm -hmm. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you need prayer, all you have to do is call us. 1-800-700-7000, or you can check out our YouTube channel. There you can submit prayer requests and find encouraging stories all on your phone or any other device. Go to youtube.com slash 700 Club Interactive.
everyone, I'm Ashley Key. Thank you so much for watching this video. Be sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so we can reach more people with encouraging content like you just watched and so you never miss a beat. See you next time and God bless.
Double, double, heavenly blessings that he might receive. Ah, hey, hey. God, your grace and mercy is always the following. 